Welcome to the Bean Ball, the most exciting podcast about the most boring sport. My name is Joey Price. I am one of your hosts, and the other one is Brady O'Callaghan. That's my name. Still f- kind of figuring out this intro, but you know, we'll get it. It gets worse every time. Yep. And we are joined today by our good friend and our LA resident friend, the only one, John Purcell. Hey, John. Hey, guys. Hey, terrible intro. Okay. Thanks. Hey, thanks so much, dude. <laughs> I'm, I'm a longtime listener. I can confirm that's the fucking worst one yet. Okay. <laughs> They're getting worse? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely. Okay. So uh, John's joining us via uh, Skype uh, this time. It's our first time uh, doing that. So if he criticizes us again um, and he cuts out suddenly, that's probably just technical in- interference. That yeah, that's probably just a technical thing. Oh, and hey, Skype, if you want to, you know, sponsor this podcast... You know, send us some money. Yeah, like, we'll take it. I mean, that was kind of a free plug we just gave them. So, yeah, honestly, I, we don't we don't just hand out plugs willy nilly. Yeah, unless you know you're a brewery or something. Yeah, or a major league baseball team. Mm-hmm. Mm. Uh, John is here today uh, for us uh, to talk with him about the Dodgers, the Los Angeles Dodgers, and um, kind of adopting a home team. You're a uh, uh, a newer LA resident and, yep. um, and you were born and raised in Ireland. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, came to baseball kind of as in your, in your adult life, right? Yes, that's, yeah, that's true. Yeah. I would say probably really got into it in 2015. So like very, very recently, yeah. um, I saw my first baseball game. I was trying to remember actually for this, it was, uh, probably I was maybe 10 or somewhere around there. Uh, I went to a Yankees game. Um, so it would have been at the old Yankee stadium, but I remember reading nothing from it. Cause I like knew nothing about baseball. So kind of, you know, didn't know any of the players, didn't know what team they were playing, had no kind of context for what I was seeing. Um, I just remember I ate chicken tenders and fries. <laughs> like I do <laughs> for some reason, I remember what I ate at the game. Uh, so yeah, uh, that's yeah. cool. And we'll definitely uh, kind of talk about becoming a baseball fan later in your life as well, which is. Cool. Yeah, and I want to hear more about these chicken tenders. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Chicken. Yeah, sure. I, I really can go into a lot of detail about those. So be good. <laughs> Great. Perfect. Uh, uh, let's talk about the news first, huh? Yeah, let's do it. A few things happened in baseball this week. Uh, we'll start with Albert Pujols. He returned to St. Louis for a series against uh, Angels, his team. We're playing the Cardinals. And um, it was really fun and cool and celebratory. He hit a home run. The fans went crazy for him every single time he came up to bat. Um, uh, he, like, I don't know, hugged Yadier Molina, at, I don't know, five times a game or something like that. It was just a really fun kind of event to see. And I, I feel like Pujols has kind of been maligned over the last few years because of how not so good he's been. But he was so good when he was on the Cardinals. And it's just, I don't know, it's, it's neat to see. Uh, uh, the fans just really get into it um, when he was there. Yeah, I I think it's always a really nice moment when a player comes back to the place where they've played most of their career and the fans receive them very warmly rather than the opposite of just calling them a traitor and whatever. (laughs) I hate to see that. What are you going to do? It was so nice. I mean, I've never seen that level of like this. The applause lasted for like it felt like a minute, like yeah. for, I don't know, like just like a crazy amount of time. Yeah, and I guess I was looking. I was, I'm curious, like the context of that versus because always I'm always you know you watch a lot of games and you see like oh this player is returning to this place after having played this team or whatever, and you get like a lot of boos. Like I saw, you know, obviously Harper was like mercilessly mm-hmm. uh, booed in DC after like doing nothing but good things for them, or yeah. you know, to my you know, as far as I'm aware. So I'm always curious about like. Yeah, the context of Pujols, like he he was there there a long, long time and left in, without any hard feelings. I guess is that the thing? Or? I think so. I think that's some of that. I think it's also the fact that like this is the last time in his career that he's going to be going to St. Right. Louis. So yeah, I think yeah, it's yeah. most it's more that that this is like a the time that the city he came up with could kind of say goodbye to him. Oh right, that makes context. more sense. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yeah, if he had gone, I don't know, the year after he signed with the Angels, they might have you know, been as kind of vocally booing and stuff like that as yeah. you'd expect. I don't know. He's maybe yeah. also just a little bit more likable than Bryce Harper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, sure. I know. I know. Of course. Of course. Yeah. 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 Uh, but yeah, it was fun. Cool. 
the College World Series has started between Michigan and Vanderbilt. Uh, Joey was telling me about <laughs> this game. He says everyone should watch the last two innings and would love a quick little yeah, recap. Yeah, I watched the last two innings of the 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 basically the the series before the championship series that I think is starting tonight, uh, and it was against Vanderbilt and Louisville. And the pitcher for Louisville like struck out uh, a bunch of was pitching really well in the eighth inning, like struck out the side or something like that, and just started screaming at the Vanderbilt players, was just like fuck you, get the fuck back, sit the fuck, you know, just like absolutely going crazy for no reason. He just like, you know, struck at them out, like good job. And then uh, he got, you know, he went back out for the ninth and blew the game. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> it was cool. Yeah, it, it, he looked so pathetic in the dugout yeah. afterwards because like, like when you do that, you really have to like, you got to nail know, it. Put a performance to, to, you know, <laughs> yeah. to go with it. And he, did up until he blew it (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah you got to stick the landing and it is also like i i imagine his coach probably thought that he was playing well but like um you know his coach probably should not have left him in for the ninth probably like he'd bring in a closer at that point it's a it's a one one run game there's all there's something so karmically satisfying about it yeah, and he had the most ridiculous haircut. He had this just like <laughs> ludicrous blonde ble- or like bleached. He looked like an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do feel like when somebody talks that much trash, it's almost equally as satisfying to see them um, completely blow it or just completely follow through. <laughs> yeah, like if you're going to talk yeah. that much trash and you know that you're that good and you just you go all in and you still fulfill it, you're like, man. At, at least he, you know, he's following through on that. Yeah, true. But I'm glad it happened this way. Um, uh, the Mets are finding more ways to make themselves uh, look idiotic. Uh, <laughs> their manager, Mickey Calloway, got really mad at a reporter after yesterday's game. Report The reporters were kind of asking him about his bullpen usage. He got mad at them. And I guess then later in the... Uh, clubhouse one of the reporters said like see you tomorrow on mickey's way out and mickey just got (laughs) furious and just like really started yelling at this guy to the point where then like jason vargas a mets player like almost like started like to fight the reporter and had to be restrained yeah just a complete mess i think something like he screamed at like the mets like pr person be like you get this guy the (laughs) fuck out of here and never let him back and didn't the Mets like win that series? Didn't they like take three or four from the Cubs? Oh, I don't know. I didn't even know. Like, I feel like it was actually like their best series <laughs> of the season. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, I could they're... be wrong, but I, I think like they they actually had a you know for for their for the season they're having so yeah. far. I think up until this, the only season, uh, the only uh, uh, series they had won, or the only series on the road they had won was against the Marlins. Okay, which, wow. Like, yeah, you know. Who can't? Uh, but um, yeah, I think it's Jesus. It's like crazy meltdown happening over yeah, there. Yeah, it's know. crazy, and he's probably not long for this world. I think as the Mets manager, I think he's yeah, you know, probably not. Pretty soon. Yeah. Um, up next, uh, Yankees and Red Sox are playing in London this weekend. The London series. It's the first time since 1993 that the MLB has hosted games in Europe. That's fun. I think it is fun. Yeah. I don't know how necessary it is, but it, it's fun. It does seem <laughs> like maybe a totally futile uh, cause or gesture to go <laughs> and take baseball over to a European market. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, John, you can probably speak to this better than most people. Does anyone yeah, over there yeah, they, care about it? They won't me? give a shit about it. They <laughs> cool. will not give a shit. Yep. Uh, I remember when I was probably 13 or 14, a, an NFL game was played in, in Dublin. Um, and I went along with my friends, the tickets were like dirt cheap cause I just couldn't get anyone to come to it. Wow. Um, and none of us knew what was happening. We didn't know when to cheer, when to, you know, like it, the game just seemed to go on for so long. We didn't know there's just so many stoppages compared to like most sports that we watch. And it was just like a total disaster. Um, I don't know. I'm, I'm very curious because like the Yankees and Red Sox are two like huge, big, like, you know, dynasties and people even if you don't know know anything about baseball you would probably be able to name those two teams yeah. you know yeah. it's that kind of thing it's mm-hmm. probably the so only two teams you could do that with yeah 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, more so than like teams that have like won the actual World Series mm-hmm. in the last couple of years. You'd be able to, um, so I bet people will kind of will come out just out of kind of curiosity and stuff. Like how much they'll get it, I, I don't really know. It's weird. They're putting. It's in a soccer stadium. I don't know if you've seen that. It's in like the London Stadium, I think, where yeah. like West. I think it's where West Ham United plays or something. And so the, the way they've had to configure it, like there's just like a ton of foul territory. Oh, because, uh-huh. um, so that will make it <laughs> kind of interesting for the for that for those two games. You know, for those see how those teams like adapt to that because like you could have a pop up that goes what would normally be in like the fifteenth row <laughs> of seats. Yeah, you could like um, you could um, fly out. So. Yeah, I don't know. That's weird. Yeah. I always yeah. remember, like, as a kid when there would be the stadiums that were, like, multi-use baseball, football stadiums. Yeah. Like, at the end of the baseball season, you would see the, like, football paint. Like, the right. the yardage was, like, painted on it. Yeah. And it always really threw me off. Yeah, it's um, weird. Yeah. We um, love it. Yeah. And finally, uh, the Dodgers are the first team in history to have rookies hit walk-off homers in two straight games. And then Three. they did it for a third time. They did, yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They did rookies, three straight games, hit walk-off home runs. I hate it. Uh, oh, right. But, the second one was the record. They, yes. Yeah. And geez, then the... Yeah, they broke the record, and then the very next day they made, broke their own record. Right again. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, three, three, separate, walk-off, three, three se- walk-offs in a row is crazy. It's nuts. And yeah. three separate rookies. <laughs> this is wild. Yeah. And also, Will Smith, I think, has played six major league games, mm-hmm. and he has two walk-off home runs. <laughs> uh, and he was brought up the morning of that game. That's uh, crazy. Because, you know, he was up for a little bit, I think, when Austin Barnes was on the I.L., and then he, they sent him back down. And then, I don't know, I can't remember who they made room for. I can't remember who's on the I.L. right now. But he came back up for, like, that morning. And then that, I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, like, crazy. Yeah. It's, it is. It's absolutely nuts. It's kind of fun that there's two Will Smiths in baseball, though, huh? Very fun. Yeah, it's pretty fun. <laughs> and uh, one um, is uh, the new genie. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, that's the news from this week. That's everything that happened in baseball. <laughs> everything, every single thing. Thank you for listening to our news segment. Um, so we're here to talk about the Dodgers. Uh, Brady and I are enjoying a Lagunitas IPA from the great city of Petaluma, California. Uh, and you can find this everywhere. I bet they have it at Dodger Stadium. And it's a good good California West Coast IPA, baby. Yeah, they sure as hell have it at the bodega on the corner of mm-hmm. the street where I live. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they sure as hell have enough money to sponsor a goddamn podcast. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yep. Honestly, they could they could even go halfsies with Skype. So, yeah, oh yeah. If the two of them split, you know, a six pack, <laughs> just have Skype pay for half the six pack. That'd be great. Um, uh, Dodger Stadium, a great stadium, and um, uh, some good beer options. So, um, you know, if you're there, have a fun time. Yeah, hell yeah. The, the what at this point the third oldest stadium in the country, I imagine. I would bet. It doesn't feel like it. I know, but it is. It's a really wonderful park. Yeah. Um, you want to talk about some walk-up music? Yeah, let's do it. Okay, first mm-hmm. first thing, right out the gate, we're doing our Bad Bunny check-in. Mm-hmm. The Dodgers passed the Bad Bunny wow, check-in. They, they do they, have Bad Bunny. They passed. Oh, which player? Um. Oh, I had it. Uh, you know what? I'll look it up as, as we're going through these other ones. So once again, the Red Sox, the only team to be anti-Bad Bunny so far. Yep. You hate to see it. Enrique Hernandez has the Bad Bunny song. So he has the Bad Bunny song, and he has the Bad Player song for my um, fantasy team. That was pretty perfect. I think that was really good, (laughs) dude. Um, let me check in. Yeah, Red Sox still do not have anyone with Bad Bunny. So boy, that's bad news for them. Get on it. That's probably why they're not doing so hot. Yeah. All right, but uh, let's uh, talk about. Everybody else. We're going to kick things off with Cody Bellinger. Truly having a great season. An unbelievable season from Cody Bellinger. Let's see what he brings us. Welcome to the Hotel California. Sure. Eagles. Uh-huh. Hotel uh-huh. California. Yeah, sure. How do we feel about this? I don't like the Eagles, so I, I have a, a biased opinion out of the gate. 
I don't like the Eagles and I don't like the Dodgers and I don't like Cody <laughs> Bellinger. So it's like a pro. It's just it's just a bunch of things I don't like. And yet I understand. <laughs> it does uh, feel I think like it's fine. Yeah, I think it's I, fine. I think it. I think it's one of those things where, like, when you're when you're having the season that that he's having right now. Kind of anything that you walk up to seems almost like it's cool because, like, you're coming up to the plate. Yeah, uh-huh. You know what I mean? Like, so it seems like, like, I think that's, like, a pretty lame walk-up song, to be right. totally honest. Um, but when he comes up, you're, like, excited that he's coming up. So you get excited and you're hearing that song and you're, all, you know, it's, it's but it's, it's fine. I feel like he can do whatever he wants, but it's a bad song. Yeah, I, I think that's pretty spot on. He's, yeah. he's, like, cool enough to that he could pick the most basic song in the world and you're, like, yeah, he's still cool. So yeah, yeah. I I guess I would just want him to. I don't know. I want more of him. If you're gonna be so good, you could do it. You could play whatever song you want to play. So yeah. like, I don't know. Make a more inspired choice, Cody. This is like a Yankees player picking like a Frank Sinatra song. <laughs> yeah. Now, right. Yeah. So, yeah. 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 Absolutely. What you gonna do? All right. Up next, uh, Hunjin Ryu. Ryu Ryu. I asked John. Ryu. Ryu. Okay. Yeah. Uh, um, this one is called Korean Monster. The artist is Jed. Um, I mean, a, what a good song title. Yeah, I'm going to skip forward <laughs> a little bit. Um, I think that this is like a K-pop band that made this song specifically for him. Oh, really? Nice. He's on the cover art. Oh, yeah, that's great. Oh, wait, he's in the video of this song. <laughs> I think they made this specifically for him because they're like, yes. This uh, amazing pitcher. We're gonna make yes. a song for him. He's our hero. Wait, I've heard of that. They talk about this in the broadcast sometimes. I think he's like in the video, like not they used footage of him. He like is sure. in the video that they shot, but I don't. I have not seen it. I mean, that's great. Uh, I, if somebody, if you're a player and somebody writes a song for you, yeah, you got to use that as your walk-up yeah. song. I think it's amazing. Yeah, that's really fun. Yeah. He's been having an insane season, right? I think he's the best pitcher in baseball, yeah. if I'm not mistaken, yeah. right now. It's crazy. That is wild. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. All right, up next, uh, Clayton Kershaw with a strong song. <laughs> TLC, No Scrubs. <laughs> a rare... Um, you sure? A rare female artist. Yep. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's fun. Um is it like is is he saying that he is not a scrub? Is he saying that he doesn't want to pitch to scrubs? It, this okay. It should be noted. This is his batting song, oh, not his pitching okay. song. So he he doesn't want to hit off of scrubs, or he doesn't want to be a scrub while he's hitting. Who knows? Who knows? I like that read of it though. Yeah, it's fun. I think it's kind of funny. Yeah, I think, I think it's, it's like fun. I, yeah, yeah. I, I I like that choice. It's a good pick. Yeah. All right, up next, Chris Taylor. Um, you know, we're getting the country <laughs> song in here. It's Steve Earle, Copperhead Road. I fast forward a little bit. There, there are worse artists to choose than Steve Earle. Yeah, Steve Earle is a very uh, wide, widely respected country yeah. sort of outlaw country artist he's a figurehead um i like it i obviously don't know where the song actually is intro um when he plays it and actually walks up um but it is like a slow burn yeah it's a little little yeah it's a little kind of boring i guess is, it would be the only my only criticism but it sounds like a good song yeah i think it's fine <laughs> Yeah, totally fine. I mean, I mean like, yeah, I'm yeah. Not, I, it's perfectly middle like, of the road. This is a song that you would listen to, and you're like, "Wow, what a good song!" Um, but if you're gonna listen to ten seconds while walking to, uh, like, up to the plate, maybe it's not the best pick. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Agreed. Okay. Up last, David Freese with Van Halen. Ain't talking about love. thoughts it's it's also kind of fine 
I mean, it's kind of a, I guess, kind of a deeper Van Halen cut, kind of. Yeah. So I, I like that a little bit. But here's what I'll say about it. Yeah. Is I think we have said that like a classic rock sort of song mm-hmm. is a pretty good go-to. Mm-hmm. I think Cody Bellinger does it the wrong way. Uh-huh. He picks a song that people seem to like, does not work at all for a walk-up song. This one? It works better. Who cares? Yeah. It's it's fun. It's got some energy. That I, I think it's a pretty this good. This kind of sing-along chorus is fun. Yeah, very good. Yeah. Okay, I like it. It's grown on me. I, I will say I think overall I don't think the Dodgers have great walk-up music right now, actually. I think it's, like, all pretty like fine yeah um the one that i think really gets the stadium jazzed is kenley jansen's uh whatever you call it, like you know when when he i don't know if it's called walk up or whatever when the bullpen yeah. you know doors open and he comes out they play california love tupac mm-hmm. yeah uh, and it's like it's awesome like this place goes nuts and yeah. it's like that's great that's what you're great. i remember I, I when i first moved here i went to like the first week i went to a playoff game and he came out and like the place was packed and that was like a really cool moment. Yeah, you know? that's cool. Do they do anything um, like for him as well, other than the song? Do you remember? Um, no, I don't think so. I, I think it's uh, I like think, a, like a video, they, like, like a, a surfboard or something. Or? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Do do a <laughs> no, bunch of people with like fans come out and kind of like make his hair go crazy and. Um, no, like I, I uh, is there like a video or anything like that? I know when. Heraldus um, Chapman yeah, comes out. There's like, like fire, fire in his eyeballs stuff, yeah. on the scoreboard yeah. and stuff. No, I think there's like you know like footage of him like striking a bunch of people mm-hmm. out. <laughs> sure, that kind sure. of stuff. But um, uh, but it's pretty fun. Yeah, I guess when I saw Andrew Miller pitch at in Cleveland, like they had pyrotechnics for like when he oh. came out, which was like very fun and surprising. That's right, and unnecessary. Yeah. Um, but yeah, those those like big bullpen arms. They like in Major League with Wild Thing. It's like they they get some. That's a good opportunity for a great song choice. Yeah. Well, also like there's more of a buildup because like if you're walking up to the plate, you're walking from the on deck circle to the plate, which is like a couple steps. Mm-hmm. Whereas like when you're coming in from the bullpen, like the entire stadium is watching this person make the long trek. Mm-hmm. The doors open. There's like like a sense of drama even to that, like a door opening and you coming out and yeah. then. You kind of walk a little bit, and then after like a few, you're like, "Now nah, I'm going to start running." Yeah, and uh, and it's kind of cool. It's kind of got this sense of drama to it, and it's great. And if you're bringing in one of these guys that we're talking about, like the game is probably kind of close, and you're probably yeah. winning, and it's like towards the end of the game, and you're excited about your team winning. So like the the situation is more dramatic as well. Absolutely. Yeah, it's fun. Yeah, that rules. Yeah. Okay, that does it for that. Now let's, let's get into the uh, good stuff. All right, let's talk Dodgers baseball. Yeah, so you uh, you moved there a couple years ago, and then what what got you into the Dodgers? I mean, it was a good time to get into them. Yeah, well, I suppose uh, I. I got, as I said, I got into baseball in 2015, and I mostly got into it through my friends uh, in New York who were into baseball, most of whom were Mets fans. So actually, uh, for the first couple of years, I was like, well, I'm going to root for the Mets because I'm in New York. And I actually stayed rooting for the Mets my first year when I'm in L.A. Um, and that was actually the season. Uh, oh, that was terrible. Yeah, that was a very bad Mets season. Um, and, uh, and I was like, you know what? Like, I live here now probably going to live here for the rest of my life. I rode for the Mets for two years because I lived in New York. Am I going to keep them as my team for the rest of my fucking life just because I got into baseball at that moment? Um, you know, because I, no, I have no claim to any team here. I'm not from any of these places originally. So, like, I have no history with any of these teams. So I was like, it's more fun to be able to go to the games of your team. You know, yeah. it's more fun to the home team. So I was like, yeah, I'll just, I guess I'll, I'll, I'll be a Dodgers fan. So the good thing about that is that I do get to do that, and also the Dodgers are good. I suppose the downside will be if the Dodgers will win the World Series this year, it's not going to mean that much to me mm-hmm. because, like, I haven't been with them forever. You know, it's just going to be like, oh, cool. I was, you know, of the two teams I wanted to win that series, the team that I watched 
all the time won, and that's that's fun. But it's not really gonna make much of a difference in my life versus like some of the other sports that I follow, you know. So, um, so what, yeah. what other sports do you follow? What did you grow up uh, watching and following? And rugby, and rugby and soccer, probably soccer first, and then and then I went to a rugby school. Um, what what I mean by that is like you know it's predominantly like rugby is the sport that's played there and. Um, and that got me into rugby. So that's pretty like, and they teach you rugby and sort you into rugby houses and yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we're all in rugby houses. Um, no, I mean like, well, they do teach you. I mean, yeah, I mean, we did, I did learn rugby at that school actually. <laughs> and, um, for, it was weird for the first couple of years you had to play like every single student in the school had to play, which is crazy. Now you couldn't do that. Cause it's such a fucking dangerous sport. Yeah, the yeah. idea that you mandate someone to play a, you know, a collision sport is insane. Um, but yeah, so like if Ireland wins the Rugby World Cup, which is later this year, as you both know, um, we're following. That <laughs> uh, would uh, like that would be like one of the greatest things to ever happen to me. <laughs> um, how how uh, yeah. how good were you at rugby when you played? Uh, very bad, very very bad. <laughs> um, so we had our school had like an A team, a B team, a C team, a D team, E F. I was the captain of the F team. Okay, captain. <laughs> Yeah, I was captain. And there was only one other school that had an F team. So we had two games a season. <laughs> and we scored zero points in both those games. Oh, God. And, like, the scores were, and I'm not saying this, 54 to, like, zero in the first and, like, you know, like, 45 to zero in the next. Like, those, that was, like, those types of games. Yikes. Um, and you, and the bad thing is like you would play a game and then you would have to wait four months for your next game. You're like, all right, oh, we're going to get this. We, gotta, we can tie this up. And it's like, no, 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 oh, no. Oh boy. So, uh, no, so I'm like not an athlete, but I love the, I just love sport. You know? yeah. So uh, coming over to, uh, America, what, I guess I kind of want to know more about like how exactly you got into baseball or why you chose yeah, to I, pick I, up. I thought a lot about it because like it was very, it, you know, the, the kind of cliche or the whatever of, of that as like from outsiders is that it's a boring sport because it's games are very long it's slow there's a lot of like downtime and and stuff um so i think that was probably my my perception coming in i think so what really changed it was like watching it with people so i feel like joey you were one of those people Mm um and i had buddies who like i I just started like going over and hanging out people's houses and they were watching like a baseball game and i would just like start asking questions and i luckily had friends who like were very patient i mean like explain like why is he taking that picture out now you know you know and someone would say oh here's why you know because this guy's actually a lefty and he wants to you know and they would just explain like the uh i guess the psychology or or the whatever behind these decisions in the games i was like oh okay cool and that was all super interesting to me and i guess i started to see that it's actually an incredibly interesting sport with like a ton of psychology behind it and the moments that i saw before as being kind of dry and boring or whatever actually became like super tense and charged and stuff and um I, I think it probably helped that like the team that i started watching that season was the mets and that was the season the mets went to the world series so they were playing great so they were actually very fun to watch yeah yeah um and i probably one game particularly that like really kind of hooked me was um uh so you remember that year the you know there was the wilmer flores game where he thought he was traded oh right yeah and like uh-huh. On, on the field and then and then like two days later he hit a walk-off home run and it was like and, and and that was the day Cespedes was traded and then so that series that weekend was against the Nationals who they were like in the pennant race with and like over that series they ended up sweeping them and ended up taking over first place and I went to the final game of that series and it was like the most incredible it was like I've never been uh I've never been to a oh I've got best guys been to one playoff game but like it had like playoff atmosphere mm-hmm. And um, the Mets hit, like, three home runs in one inning. And it was, like, they hit them, I think, back to back to back. Oh, maybe there was, like, a single in there. But, like, uh, the crowd didn't, like, sit down after the first home run. It was, like, because they happened so quickly. And it was, like, just so crazy. Um, And there was an amazing vibe. And afterwards, I was, like, oh, I think I'm all in on the Mets this season. I'm going to watch all these games. So I got, like, super invested. That was probably, like, July onwards. And then, you know, so right through to October. And yeah, it was it was super fun watching them and like watching playoff games with friends at, you know, the bars and stuff and and like they're their own thing as well. Like I love watching. Like the first year I got here to LA, the Mets were horrific and you know were like nowhere near playoff contention. So I was just watching playoff games just because they're fun. Yeah, for sure. 
Um, cause they're like so dramatic, like every single thing that happens, I feel like is so important. Every pitch, every, you know, decision. It, so I love, uh, yeah. It is like a, a super long season and they play a lot yes. of games. So getting to the end of that mm-hmm. season where everything all of a sudden has enormous stakes, whereas yeah. the rest of the season is just like, oh, this is one of 162 games. Yeah. Like, you know, this is a drop in a bucket, but there, every single inning, it, it just has drama and tension to it. And I think another thing for me is like, I feel like I don't get to do a lot of things that are like quintessentially American. Mm-hmm. Um, and for me, baseball feels like one of those things um, that like going to a baseball game is feels like, you know, getting like a bag of peanuts or whatever. and just like sitting there. I, I don't know. There's just something about it that feels very American to me. Um, I feel like a July 4th, like cookout, you know, it's like one of those things to, you know what I mean? Like I, I, but, um, so I think there's an aspect of that as I guess a foreigner that I like to, um, it makes me feel like, yeah, I'm here. I'm in America. I'm I'm with the other Americans. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, I love that. Yeah. I really love that. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I also, yeah, I feel that about it too. Um, uh, you know, patriotism is a very loaded concept these days but i i feel patriotic about baseball i love yeah. baseball and i think it has yeah a very rich american history and i i love that about it oh can i ask you a question so when when the when they say take off your cap for the national anthem i think that's so stupid i don't understand why that's like <laughs> take off your cap like why don't you take off your shoes like who you know like how is the cap some sort of signifier of like disrespect i always leave my hat on do you think people are mad at me um i don't <laughs> Probably, well, probably people are mad at you. If you made a show yeah. of it, I, I, I also no, don't. I, it's it's a weird like, time for the national anthem, so I also yeah. probably don't take mine off. Um, I very stand often. up. Sure, I stand, but I don't. I don't take off. I don't know. I just. I feel. I, just I, think I don't. I, it is silly. I, I. I guess I just assume that it's like, a sh- like, uh, it harkens back to this time where like wearing a hat was like casual, and when you went inside, you were supposed to take off your hat and stuff like that. And so I don't know if it's maybe connected to that as just like a, for some reason, it's like, I'll be a little bit more formal in this moment. You take your head you know, off I, to greet a lady and you're greeting Lady Liberty. That's, yeah. Uh, we're, we wouldn't be mad at you for doing that, John. But I, Okay, interesting. No, I'm always just curious because I don't want to, you know, I don't want to get, I don't want anyone to pick a fight with me right. at a baseball game. Right, I think you'd sure. be fine as long as you just, as long as you stood up and didn't make a show, like say, <laughs> yeah. you know what? I think I'll leave my hat on. Yeah. Yeah. I also, I scream insults at the veteran of the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't. Okay. That one, I'm. I think I'm with you on. I, I, don't, I don't get the custom of respecting veterans either. Oh, jeez. Um, so you moved. You moved to LA. You moved there in 2016, right? And that was when the Mets didn't have a very good season. They didn't have a good season. Um, the World Series that year was uh, was the Cleveland Indians against the Chicago Cubs. That's right. That's right. Yeah. Is that what you were asking, Joey? Who was in the, that's, in the World Series? Yeah, that's kind of what I was getting at, I think. Okay. It was oh, the that's Cleveland, the Cleveland Indians. Yeah, that's yeah, Brady. That's the team that Brady likes. I cannot believe this. <laughs> I I knew this was going to come up. I can't believe it still, though. What? Ha- what? Oh, oh, the Cubs won. The, the Chicago Cubs won. And actually, uh, <laughs> what I to kind of get a better sense of was like Brady's kind of read on that situation. <laughs> yeah. Like, I guess like Brady, like... The, like, how did you feel after that series, I guess, is kind of the question we're trying to get at? So, Brady, walk me through it. Your team <laughs> is in the World Series, and they lose. They don't win. I can't believe I was surprised by this. John has been threatening to bring this up on this, this specific episode for weeks at this point, and I can't believe I was blindsided by this. I hate this so much. Hey, John, I didn't like yeah. it. I did not like it when the Cups won. Okay. Thanks for oh, answering the question. That's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. Is it in? Okay, cool. <laughs> that is interesting. Um, Jesus. So yeah, right. Right when I got here, Joey uh, was the like the day or two after I got here was the Mets Giants wild card game. Oh right. That? Yeah, I do. Yeah. 
Um, and then, so then that was the end of that ser- uh, uh, season um, for like for the Mets. And then the next season, they just had like a typical like shitty season. Like I think you know, Cespedes injured himself right. by fucking you know eating a sandwich or something, whatever. <laughs> you know, however, yeah. however, however, Mets players injure themselves these days. Um, and it was just like awful. And, yeah. And um, that was and then yeah, that was a uh, uh, like a weird moment to be in New York. And I like the Mets and will root for the Mets. And then suddenly, because of that one game playoff, it was like, all right, I like, I can't root for the Mets. And my friends who are all Mets fans are not going to be happy if my team wins. Yeah, and it's just like something that, um, you know, we'll have to like talk about. But it was like, I couldn't really watch the game with my friends that were Mets fans. I like could only watch it with uh, like my one or two Giants fans that are living in New York. Um, Right. But, you know, we all don't worry. We lost that season, too. So, um, uh, yeah, you know, what can you do? I mean, it was it was actually a great game. It was mm-hmm. it, it was, you know. Yeah, it was. It was a good game. Yeah. It's almost as if Cleveland that year did better than both of your teams. Yeah. What happened at the end? Nothing. Of that <laughs> we'll leave it there. We'll leave it there. Um, uh, uh, so then, yeah, I mean, like, obviously, this is a a. Uh, uh, a good time to be a Dodgers fan. How has it been? You're kind of saying that it's like not, uh, you know, you're not, you would be excited if they won, but it's like, yeah, you know, it's, it's the team that you have started rooting for recently, but is that kind of helped you become a bigger fan of them because they've been good? It's been like more exciting to watch. Yeah. I mean, um, it's definitely, I mean, they're, this season is, has been crazy, you know, mm-hmm. like last season was good. I feel like that they, uh, I feel like they were like punching above their weight last season. You know, I think that their real shot to win the world series of the two they've had so far was, was definitely 2017 against the Astros. Mm-hmm. That was like, they easily could have won last season. I don't even really think they deserve to be in the world series. And they really got shown up by the Red Sox in the end. Yeah. Um, I mean, the Red Sox showed uh, everybody up. In, in yeah, the, yeah. Playoffs. I mean, they were they were they were incredible, yeah. and you know, the only game of the World Series that the Dodgers won, it took them eighteen yes, innings yeah. to win the game. You know, it's just crazy. Um, yeah, they're very fun to watch. I mean, they kind it kind of feels like they can't lose right now. Like they've had some insane comebacks in, in some games. Uh, the three walk the three walk offs in a row also is just like nuts. They had a game against the Mets where they were like down five runs, I think, in going mm-hmm. into the ninth or something like that. And Diaz was pitching Diaz, right? That's like the closer for the Mets right now. Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh-huh. Ed- Edwin Diaz, uh-huh. who like up until that point hadn't given up like more than one or two runs. And he gave up like five. Run- it was just mm-hmm. like crazy. Like they just obliterated again. It, you know, it was the Mets, but right. like Diaz had been <laughs> pitching really well and they just obliterated him. They absolutely obliterated him. Um, yeah. I mean, it's very fun to watch. They, they just feel like they have like all the pieces. Uh-huh. This year, right now, maybe if there was a weak, if there is a weakness, I feel like the bullpen has not always been mm-hmm. great, but like their pitching is incredible, and obviously, you know, they have like just some of the best hitting players in baseball. Yeah, you know? <sighs> I, yeah, I Cody Bellinger having this like insane breakout year after he had already been very good. It's just like so fun to watch yeah. and. You know, he's so like young and handsome and and good at baseball and you know, it makes you mad. You know, yeah, it's kind of fun. Uh, watching a Dodgers game, uh, my girlfriend Kristen a couple times was just like, Who's this guy? <laughs> <laughs> it's a handsome team. Yeah. I mean, um, he wasn't that last season, right? He was like fine. Yeah, I guess he was really did he win the rookie of the year two years ago? Yes. Yeah, okay. it was 2017. Right. He had, like, incredible season. And last year, I think he was just... Yeah, he was probably just, fine. like, good. Yeah. Yeah. But definitely didn't follow through on the promise of, uh, you know, of his rookie season. But this year, he's, no. like, blown it's it out of the water. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's it's really, really crazy. He, you just always feel like he's probably going to hit a home run when he's up to, yeah. when he's at bat. Like, it's, yeah. it's crazy. Like, it's... Uh, yeah, it is strange to like have that much confidence in a team that you're rooting for that like they will win this or they will score here, they will strike this guy out. Like that's just kind of, you know, at least for the first however whatever two three months into the season, that's the way it's felt so far. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's kind of nuts. 
Yeah. Are there, this might put you on the spot, are there other kind of traditions around baseball that confused you at first? Like you kind of mentioned the national anthem thing. Are there like other things that you still don't understand or that you kind of had to take a while to, to get? Something that I'm still grappling with is stats. Mm -hmm. Um, I still look up at the scoreboard and a lot of it, I really need to kind of like say, okay, so, the, so that's that. And that means that like, I, I can't just kind of flash, flash and go, okay, cool. I get it. I feel like mm-hmm. some people are like, oh, that's what he's hitting. That's what he's whatever, you know, that's his on-base percent. And I still need to like literally look at the acronym and go OPS. That stands for on-base plus <laughs> slugging, right? Okay. So then the number is this, you know, like I feel like uh-huh. I'm, it's taking me a while uh, because I feel like I, the sports, again, that I was into before rugby and soccer are not, like, hugely stats-based sports, or they weren't, like... I feel like stats are, creep, are creeping into other sports now. Yeah. Um, but they, I, that was never something you had to be that concerned about. So, yeah, I, so that stuff still makes me feel a little dumb sometimes. Sure. And fantasy baseball, that's... that that I was like... It just looked like a lot of gibberish to me, you know, because there's so many, and... Um, yeah, yeah, I, I, I find that stuff kind of complicated yeah i like stats but i yeah i don't know how much you need i don't think you need to pay that much attention to it to still enjoy like yeah no i mean uh, the most fun parts about baseball seasons and games are the like the stories you know so like stats play a part it's like oh this guy's he's been real hot and you can tell that by all these numbers, but yeah. you could also just take somebody at their word. You know, yeah. he's yeah. been real hot. Or, <laughs> hey, like he's come back, had like a pretty not great season last season, but he's doing really great now, and isn't that fun? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I uh, I'm I'm definitely getting to you know I'm I've been I've been trying to educate myself a little more because I want to be able to talk more uh in depth sometimes about some of this stuff you know and i feel like that's the thing that's getting in the way of me doing that uh there's a good book that came out a year ago i think called smart baseball by keith okay. law he was a espn writer yeah. and um it, it might be a good one to check out it kind of starts it, it it's it, it starts from like a pretty general base level that like you don't need to know that much going into it and it kind of builds yeah. in a good natural way that sounds um, cool. Yeah, so I'd recommend that if you're if it's something that you're interested in. Um, but yeah, there's some there's some things that I love about baseball though that I've really grown to love. Like, like I love when an announcer when someone hits a home run and the announcer just goes, "Oh, forget that," <laughs> you know, it's like, "Don't worry about that one anymore. That's no one's concern now." That, <laughs> yeah, home run calls are uh, some of the best parts about baseball for yeah. sure. John, I so think you'd be job. a really good announcer uh, from what you I just You think I would? <laughs> Forget that, dude. <laughs> Don't worry about it. Yeah, I think it's so I, – I love when they do that. Oh, one of my favorite things is um, when when a manager or like a – when someone gets ejected and then the, and then the announcer goes, oh, now they're going to get their money's worth. And the, and the person then just goes like even more crazy. So it's like, all right, now I'm throwing out. I can say whatever I want. <laughs> I just love that. The idea that like, you're going to get your money's worth. Like you're going to, you're being thrown off. You're going to say the worst shit you can in the next 30 seconds. Yeah. That's yeah. perfect. Yeah. It is really funny. Do you, th- you, do you think I could be in an answer? Like, do you think that's like a gig that's like available right now or? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like go to indeed.com. Maybe there might be some in, indeed.com. Yeah. Right. There might be some, some zip recruiter, you know, they might be kind of hiring on that. Sure. Hey, you have any? Do you have any experience? No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, you'll probably be you'll fine. Be, yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah, I'll probably be okay then. <laughs> <laughs> should be fine. Um, yeah, that's really cool. I, I I like hearing that from people that didn't grow up with baseball. Just kind of the the stuff that you know the the silly things that they kind of like about it. You know, yeah. I think is it's important. All those things are important to the stuff game. that we often take for granted. Yeah. yeah. Have you guys ever scored games in person when you go? Um, yeah, I think I maybe told this story on the podcast. Uh, my, I went once with my dad when I was like eight or nine years yeah. old. And he like took me, took me to a game to teach me how to score a game while we were there. 
and the Padres scored 13 runs in the oh, first right. inning. Oh, right. I remember. Yes, I remember And this. it just screws everything up. You're just done yeah. at that point. Um, so every once I, – I went to – I have um, uh, my a friend, Caitlin, who I've gone to a few games with, who keeps score. and But she does a thing where it's like she'll keep score, but if she gets – tired should just hand it to somebody else and that person you know so like we'll kind of just like pass mm. it around throughout the game so i've done it um uh like for a couple of innings but i don't think i've ever done it for a full game i would like to yeah I, i've never done it i don't know how so uh the closest i ever came was uh little league watching one of the coaches mm-hmm. uh score like my little league game so um have you ever uh done it john no, I, I, I sometimes sit beside people, you know, at a game mm-hmm. who, who are doing it. And I'm kind of fascinated by it. And, and it does, I, it strikes me something that like when I'm like in my old age and I'm retired and I'm coming to games that I might really want to do, mm-hmm. like it seems like it might be fun, is the idea that uh, like you kind of you keep that scorecard and you kind of put bring it home and you maybe kind of have them all together. And it's kind of a fun thing to look back on. Yeah, or is it just I, a way to pass the time at a game. Um, I think it's a way to pass the time at the game. But I think it's like you. Yeah, you have like a book now. If you like yeah. do it, you've got a book of these, you know, documents of this thing that theoretically, like if anybody looks at, they would be able to have an understanding of what happened in this game based on what yeah. you've written. And I think that is the case to kind of go back to what Brady was saying about like not knowing how to do it. It's a thing where it's like, there's probably some purists about it. Uh, but ultimately it's like, however it makes sense for you to like write down what happened on a play, like matters the most, you know? Yeah. Um, cause there were times when I would do it and it's just like, Oh, I don't really know how to like, right that there was a sacrifice fly and then or like right. a runner took second on a throw or whatever right. it is and it's like i don't know you just kind of do it in a way that kind of makes sense it's kind of fun it's just like whatever you want to do whatever's fun for you to do i don't know there's something kind of cool about yeah. that it's like you're not bothering anyone yeah you know like you're just doing this thing and yeah. it's kind of nerdy and yeah, I don't know. It's I, I like it. I can see myself doing it when I'm in my in my old age. I think. Yeah, I like it a lot too. Um, and there's also like official scores for every game. That's like a non, uh, oh. like an unbiased party. They're the basically the person that like discre- decides like what's an error or, oh, or a yeah, hit yeah, yeah. is like this person that is at every game um, uh, that isn't with either of the team, and they are keeping like the official score of that game. Right, right, right. Which is yeah. Oh, yeah. I always wonder when too. they said that. Were they talking about like the folks in New York? You know, the, the same oh, ones uh-huh. who like do the video replays. But if this is an actual person at the game. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yep. Interesting. Yeah. You know something I think should not be allowed. Here we go. If you're if you're sitting in the best seats in the house, so like the the behind home plate, mm-hmm. like where you're on the camera the whole time, I think you shouldn't be allowed. Like just have your face in your cell phone and not be watching the game. Cause you're like, you're the best season in the house. You're probably one of the richest people and you're not watching the goddamn yeah. game. Yeah. Like fucking get out of here, dude. Like what? You know what I mean? Isn't that yeah. just like so much of a, like a fuck you to like non-rich people basically. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. It's terrible. Yeah. Who was the one guy? Phone. The one guy would show up in like one specific team's Marlins. Yeah, yeah. A Marlins Jersey. Oh, that guy. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> I think that's really funny. Um, but yeah, I I agree. I, I also think that there shouldn't be empty seats down there for like optics reasons. Yeah. Just, like I, if you're MLB and you're yeah. trying to convey that people like your sport, showing like a hundred empty seats to, in yeah. the best seats in the house is not the way to do it. Yeah. I love your guys thing about like making baseball more accessible for people. I a hundred percent agree. I think it's, I think that's why the Yankees fucking suck and their tickets are too expensive. And I think that's one reason I think the Dodgers are great. I think if you want just to get into the ballpark in the cheapest seat, like for a lot of games, you can get in for like seven, eight bucks. Like it's, it's great. It's so cheap. And, and I think, you know, a lot of their games, I mean, look, they're very successful teams. So the stadium's always packed in general because people want to see them, but like there's, there's really cheap ways to get into the ballpark. And I think it's awesome. Yeah. I've only been to one game, but I remember getting cheap, seats cheap tickets and just also being around a lot of like families and and tons of families and just kind of like you know normal people that were just going to a baseball game uh and it was very encouraging to see yeah i i when i went i you know went on StubHub and got tickets last minute 
And I think I paid like $40 per ticket, um, which is not crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, and got like great seats. Yeah. And like, I don't know. I have paid much more for worse seats at Yankee Stadium. Yeah. So, yeah. And I, that stadium fucking sucks. Yeah. Yankee Stadium sucks. Yeah, it's bad. Like, Don- new Yankee Stadium is yeah. terrible. Yeah. Yeah. Dodger Stadium is. Great. Yeah. I love it because it feels very much like a ballpark. It feels way smaller than it actually is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's great. The view out of the outfield to the mountains is really nice. Mm-hmm. And it's got that like n- that like 60s futuristic like Disneyland feel yes. to it too in a really fun yeah. way. Like very geometrically shaped things and stuff like that that I really like too. Yeah, it's, it's really beautiful. Yeah, it's yeah. it's what's really cool for those who haven't been. It's like it's in this ravine and it basically from anywhere around the stadium, you cannot see that there is a stadium anywhere near you. Like it's basically hidden. And it's only when you like basically get into the parking lot that you can kind of see the stadium. So it's it's this very bizarre thing, like where even when you're right outside it, you can't see it. Mm-hmm. And then when you get in, there's just this huge stadium there. It's 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 like this weird optical trick or something. Yeah. Uh, it's interesting. Yeah. That all being said, the Dodgers suck. So, sure. Yeah. No, I'm hundred percent on board with you there, dude. <laughs> I actually, I grappled with liking the Dodgers. I, I like the Dodgers. They have a lot of very fun players. Yeah. And like, we haven't even talked about Kershaw, who's, you know, been the best pitcher for the last 10 years and just had an unbelievable peak for like four seasons in a row, you know, yeah. Yeah. five seasons. Who's, who's so fun to watch. Yeah, and he's like their third best pitcher yeah. right now, which right. is crazy. And he is having a pretty good season so far this oh, year he's, too. Yes, he's having a pretty, pretty good season. Yeah, like he was not yeah. he he was still like good the last two seasons, but just kind of not who he people expected him to be. And now he's yeah. like better than he has been, but maybe not what he was at his peak. And and it's just like nobody talks about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's given up like he's like really susceptible to home runs right now. Like he gives mm-hmm. up a ton of home runs, but like he's he, I think he's gotten the win in almost every game all of us every start this year you know but like walker bueller now has just having a great season so he's kind of like leapfrogged like walker bueller the other night struck out 16 batters and did not walk a batter which is crazy that's unreal madness yeah um oh but joey like so you you do but you as much as you're joking do you like truly hate the dodgers (laughs) no yeah so i i i think the fact that i didn't grow up a giants fan um makes me hate the Dodgers less. Like I okay. have a a good friend Brad who like grew up a big Giants fan yeah, yeah. and he hates the Dodgers. He really okay. like he hates Vin Scully and it's like how can you hate Vin Scully? You, you know? Can't. <laughs> you can't. You really can't hate yeah. him. Um uh so I don't have like that vitriol for the Dodgers in me. Right. Um but I definitely have been happy that they have not won the World Series the last two seasons. Sure. Sure, I get that. Yeah. Who do you hate the most right now? Or who have you, like, over the last couple seasons, like, who do you, who have you, like, really hated? It's probably always, oh, wait, on the Dodgers? Or? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, like a Dodgers player the, the um, over the last few seasons. Uh, hmm. This is a good question. I So, I mean, I kind of like him because of his look, but I, I, I don't like him uh, Justin Turner, I suppose, oh, yeah. is the one. Just because he's like been good and consistent, but he looks so cool yeah. that like I like him. Yeah, because of that. Um, uh, so yeah, you know, maybe him. I didn't like it when Machado was on that team. Oh sure, but most Dodgers fans didn't. Either, right, so. but now I like Machado on the Padres a lot. So. <laughs> I, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't know. <laughs> I thought you might say Puig because I feel like he's one of those players that, like, when he's on your team, you absolutely love him, but he irritates everyone else. Yeah, he know? didn't really. I mean, he. I could see why he'd be ir- irritating. I, but I kind of always liked him because oh, he's okay. so. Uh, I don't know. He's he, like his energy is so cool, and. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, 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 he's got that, like, Baez thing, too, which is probably a similar. I, if I hated the Cubs, I would probably hate Baez, but it's, like, right. because I don't, I can just be like, oh, this guy's so fun and fun totally. to watch. No, fuck Baez, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why Brady... Oh, because of 2016. 
the 2016 <laughs> World Series. Yes, yes, Cubs versus Indians. Yeah. Yeah, I hate them so much. <laughs> uh, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I, he, he does feel like one of those players, Puig does, but I don't know. I guess I'm always, in the last few years, I've been like, oh, the one the players that, like, are the most fun, those are the ones that I should be liking no ma- kind of no matter what. And I yeah. kind of feel like Puig falls into that category. Sure. I'm going to ask a question, Joey, and it might <laughs> feel insulting. Okay. Okay, to you as a Giants fan, but and I'm but I'm genuinely curious. Sure. Do you think that the Dodgers Giants rivalry is not really as intense anymore because the Giants are not very good right now? Um. Uh, I think that's possibly true. I think. Yeah. I I also have a suspicion that the Dodgers Giants rivalry is a bigger thing to Giants fans than it is to Dodgers fans. Okay. Um, which just strikes me as like a very Bay area kind of mentality to like feel like they're like the underdog and like cooler than the other place. Whereas Southern California, LA like doesn't care, you know, at all. And so I think part of it is that, but I think also, yeah, part of it is probably that, like, the, the Giants are not good and won't be good for a few seasons. So, like, mm. you know, what, it's, like, the 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 Rockies are, like, the closest thing that the Dodgers have to a rival at this point who's going to actually test them and that they're right. not going to. Um, uh, so, yeah, I imagine it it is partially that. And, I yeah, mm. I think that, like, I, I, my guess is that diehard Giants fans hate the Dodgers more than diehard, diehard Dodgers fans hate the Giants. Yeah. That's a guess though. Um, so I, I just looked this up, um, for the rivalry, um, for regular season series, uh, the stats are, uh, 1254 Giants, 1229 Dodgers. This is like all time. All time. Huh. 17 tie. Mm. Tie? Oh. Yeah, there used to be a time where baseball games would tie. Well, how about that? <laughs> so Giants are still <laughs> leading the... We're still yeah. leading, dude, so yeah. freaking catch up. <laughs> but uh, current win streak, three Dodgers. Yeah, I know. The Dodgers are much better. They're much better. <laughs> But, you know, there's always um, next year. Or for the Indians this year. Right, Brady? Yeah, we're going to win the World Series this year. <laughs> nice, dude. <laughs> yep. Very, very cool. <laughs> Past 10 games, we've won eight, so. Yeah, not bad. Um, I haven't checked on us tonight yet. Yeah. John, this has been great. It's been so fun to talk to you about baseball. Yeah, I could talk about it for hours, truly. Yeah. It, it, what, what a treat it is to get you on the line. Yeah, and hear you hear your voice again. This has been great, but I did just check, and Cleveland is losing right now, okay. so I'm pissed oh. again. So <sighs> you hate to see it. Yeah. Uh, any Rick. anything uh, anything you want to plug before we go? Absolutely not. Okay, great. Well, you have a new short film that I've seen, and it's really great. So um... oh oh yes, thank you. It's not publicly <laughs> available, so uh, okay, sure. But, At some point, but I appreciate I appreciate the compliments. <laughs> yeah, you bet. <laughs> yeah. Oh, actually, you know what? It's it's playing in Brooklyn this week. So if anyone's in Brooklyn, you can go see it at the Wyeth Hotel on on uh, Wednesday night. Great. Cool. So actually, yeah, I guess that's that's something to plug. Yeah, that's a good plug. There you go. Whoa, good plug. Great plug, John. Uh, thanks, guys. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks. Uh. Yeah. Thanks so much for calling in. This was a ton of fun. I didn't see. So for people who don't know, the camera. I'm we're on Skype, and I've been just been looking at Joey's. Honestly, your knee, Joey. <laughs> and Brady, I have not seen. So I apologize. I apologize if that made me talk more to Joey in this than I did to Brady. But that's because I was looking at you, Joey, or your knee. So uh, that's probably why I did that. Okay. But Brady, you know, you know, how's it going? Yeah, I'm doing all right. Thank you so much for asking, cool. dude. Yeah, that's good. Um, we'll have you on again. Maybe we'll finally figure out how Brady felt after 2016 on our next episode. Unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's let's check in next week and, and see if we can get any closer. Next week? Any closer, dude. <laughs> I gave you definitive answers. <laughs> this sucks. All right. Thanks, John. Bye, guys. Bye. 
The Bean Ball is hosted by Joey Price and Brady O'Callaghan. Our music is by Louis Aronowitz, and our logo is by Brad Mead. If you'd like to contact us, you can email thebeanballpodcast at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on iTunes, Stitcher, Google, and wherever else you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening.